Crumb TV. And until we can come together and operate uh, homogeneously, we have no need to vote. They fly. Get true. Stop being friends with these people. Be look. What is your commitment to the black community? Because y'all disclosure. The Snatched Podcast is profane, politically incorrect, political insensitive, anti-organized religion, and is not safe for children or safe for work. Please listen responsibly. You're about to get snatched. <laughs> you're listening to the Snatched Podcast. You're listening to the Snatched Podcast. Warning, if you listen to this, your feelings will get hurt. We are the Crumb Snatcher. Get snatched. Snatched. Peace, 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 peace. 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 Islam. Ashe. Shalom. Rahubat. Peace. Hotel. Grand Rising. Peace. Aslam alaikum. Ashe. Islam. Islam. Shalom. So before we get into it, please subscribe to my YouTube page. It's the YouTube page that says Crumb at the top. Aslam alaikum. Aslam alaikum. That's what it is. That's what You're listening to the Fly Guy Show. They do everything on the fly and in such a fly manner. Stay fly. Stay fly. Stay fly. The views expressed on the Fly Guy Podcast by the guests of the Fly Guy Podcast are only the views of the guests. Unless we say we agree. Unless explicitly stated. <laughs> hey, this is Arnie Thomas here on the Bold School Podcast. You're listening to Psycho Vaughner's Fly Guy Podcast. Support, like, subscribe, and share. He's saying some good things. Share it. Don't keep it to yourself. All right, three, two, one. It's your man, DJ Seiko Vaughn, for another episode of the Fly Guys Podcast. Got a lot of fly folk in the room tonight. We'll do some big stuff tonight. It's going to be popping. Crumb snatches on it, so it's probably going to be profane. Be ye prepared. Crumb, what's good? What's your movement, man? Peace and brother, uh, peace and love, brother Seiko. Uh, salute to the Fly Guy Podcast. I am your humble brother, Crumb Snatcher. Seiko calls me woke on steroids, on caffeine, and maybe even crack. Uh, I'm on Facebook, on Instagram, I'm on YouTube, Crumb TV. I'm just here as uh, a, a, a voice of the people to, 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 to wake everybody up. Thank you for, for, for uh, having me, brother. No doubt, no doubt. Star, what's good, girl? What's your movement? Greetings, everybody. How are y'all doing? I'm Star Armstrong, founder and president of Clever Communities in Action, a nonprofit that focuses on literacy and positive cultural representation for Black youth. Um, you can find uh, more information about that at clevercommunities.org. Um, we are CCIA underscore org on Instagram, um, Clever Communities in Action on Facebook. Um, yeah, that's where you can find us. And we have an event coming up on the 24th, a back-to-school um, cookout and school supply giveaway um, on August the 24th. And um, we're inviting the community to come out, and we're also um, asking the community to support the efforts by um, contributing. Good stuff, good stuff. Shay, what's good? What's your movement? Hello all, I am Shay Malone. I am the founder and executive director of Families for His Glory. We create equity through education. And so we do educational services for students with special needs, including reading intervention, as well as health and wellness. And we promote equity, I mean, inclusion and diversity through community outreach. So uh, you can find us all over the web at families 4 hg 
Families for HG. Except for on Twitter, we are Fams for HG. That's what's up. That's what's up. All right, so Clef or Star had this great idea about talking about politics and voting our agenda. And I was just kind of blown away, said, hey, we need to get back on the horn, do this podcast. And so I'm, I'm honored to have all of you on here. Speaking of honored, Star called me an honorary woman. I'm still getting over that. <laughs> you know you liked it. Everybody liked it. <laughs> don't know how to take that. So look, Star, why were you so passionate about discussing voting and our agenda? Um, well, first of all, because my life is dedicated to the um, empowerment of our community. And I feel like we get this whole political thing wrong in a lot of ways. Um, we we do politics based off of feelings. Um, we do politics based off of, uh, we, we don't have realistic expectations with this. And we go into the political arena without an agenda, without a strategy. Um, we do not uh, weaponize the power that we have politically. We believe in people who have constantly shown us that they mean us no good. And if there's to be any real change, um, systemic change in our communities through politics, then we have to, um, we got to do better at this. Like at what point do you stop falling for the banana in the tailpipe? At what point, you know, they say same behavior, same results. And um, it's like, I'm seeing people begin to, you know, realize this, but more people need to realize this. And I would love for us to um, begin to do things about this because I, I just get frustrated with some of the conversations that maybe not so much in my circle, but just things that I hear people saying when you're watching TV, um, when you overhear certain circles and, you know, Biden was um, Obama's president, a uh, vice president. And did, I mean, it's like all these strange reasons that people have that they're going to um, vote for someone and they're getting nothing, nothing in return. Wow, you said we fall for the banana in the tailpipe. That sounds like something you would say, Crum. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. She speaks very well, very impressed. Um, and I can tell this is going to be great. I agree with everything she's saying, but I'm probably going to come from a completely different angle with it. Um, I guess where I stand on voting, you know, at this particular time, I'm going to go with the master teachers. And not only did uh, Umar Johnson say, you know what, we probably shouldn't be voting right now, but uh, Claude Anderson also said this as well. The, uh, the very root of this political system is based off uh, uh, capitalism, which is a team sport. And until we can come together and operate uh, homogeneously, we have no need to vote. We have no need to vote? Correct. Okay, Shay, I, I can see you ain't feeling that. Uh, I was actually in that same space probably, I don't know, it was a long time ago. But like as an adult, uh, I went through a period, so I'm a Christian, and I couldn't figure out like why as a Christian I needed to be involved in the world. That's, that was what, what the world was doing. Um, and it's funny because now I'm like, as a Christian, I feel obligated to participate in the political system. 
because I've realized that politics are just policy and policy is part of what continues the system of oppression. But yes, it is very much linked to capitalism and economics and business. You know, what's kind of interesting with me is I've been looking at, you know, you know, I was a political candidate in 2018 and I was considering running in 2020. And for 2020, I'm really looking at the candidates that are discussing their, you know, candidacy. And for 2019, those who are discussing their candidacy. And I'm really kind of moving towards, I haven't gotten there yet totally, but I'm moving towards saying, if you don't support my agenda, I'm just not voting for you. I'm just not voting for you. So I might end up skipping the presidential part of the ballot and vote for the state and vote for the city parts. I might vote, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not committing to that right now because I'm not seeing any of the Democrat and I definitely don't see any of the Republican candidates saying that we're going to do some things that are going to truly impact the people that you care for, the things that are part of your agenda. Uh, So how does that fit in? Uh, You know, is that, am I falling for the banana in the tailpipe? I don't know. Well, can I, I want to say this. I believe that part of the problem is um, in our community, a lot of people are impassioned or indoctrinated about voting, like the vote itself, rather than thinking about the outcomes and the, the, the desired results. We're so, it, it, it's, it's hammered into our head, vote, 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 vote. And then you vote and that's good enough. And you're not thinking about why you're voting or what it is that you are trying to accomplish. It's just, I have to vote we have to vote we go and vote and we wear the little sticker and it's like I voted and I again I think that's uh you know passion emotion somewhat um indoctrination and I think that voting recklessly is just as dangerous as not voting um if if you're if we're not strategic with it then the 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 fear that you just kind of had of the pause that you had when he mentioned not voting um if we're not going to be strategic with it then it's not really I mean, what's what's the difference? Like, if, if, if this is something, because first of all, and then when people use that argument, well, our elders, our ancestors, you know, died for the right for us to be able to vote. They fought and died for us to be able to live our lives a certain way. And they felt that voting was the means in which they could accomplish that. And so, again, we get caught up just on the vote. I'm not necessarily saying don't vote. And I feel like what Shay said, anybody who has been aware of our struggle for a long time you've gone through a lot of different thought processes probably you probably examined things you've been on this side of it that side of it maybe with the, the same goal but you've started you've looked and I've had my times where you know at one point it would have been crazy to say don't vote and then I've been like nah don't vote um, and then you know kind of like where you're saying local elections and everything but I just feel like yeah if we're I if we're not going to use it strategically just saying that you voted is nothing like stop feeling don't pop your collar like it's nothing if it's not strategic and if we're not focused on specific outcomes for our community if we are not willing to get down and dirty and you know all of these different things politics is a game it's an exchange it's all of these different things and if we're not willing to do that like just don't pop your collar it's just gonna, it's gonna be cyclical the same old same yeah, I know you got something to say, Chrome, but I wanted to say, you know, I've had people say for years, you know, your ancestors gave up their lives for you to have the right, R-I-G-H-T, to vote. 
And now that we have the right to vote, we need to move from just having the right to being empowered with our vote. I believe it's a four-step process. First, you get the right to vote, then you vote your heart, and then you become a seasoned, a mature voter, uh, a person who's mature and politically conscious. And then you start voting as a block because you're moving for the greater good. And then you go to the next level, which means you can withhold your vote until you're on the candidate's agenda. So if you're not supporting us, we ain't rocking with you. That's maturity, that's power. The first part, you know, when you get the right to vote, that just, that, that's the first level. And I think a lot of us are stuck on the first level because we really don't pay attention to politics. We don't know what the politicians are saying. You know, Chrome, you just went in on gay reparations. Most of us didn't even realize that that just passed. <laughs> you know, I, I would definitely want you to talk. Yeah, Shay's like, huh? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so I think that we need to become more politically conscious. And once we're politically conscious, we can understand that we may simply be on level one and we need to move up to level four. Yeah, I, you know... I, I don't know where to start. You know, there's just so many points. I guess I'll start here. You know, voting is a form of integration. You know, we've had our best times when we segregated. I'll say that. Number two, when, you know, in terms of voting is integration. Vote is short for vote of confidence. When you vote for this government, you tell them that you have confidence that they can govern your mental. And that is the furthest thing from the truth. Uh, Joseph Stalin said it is enough that the people know there was an election. The people who cast the votes decide nothing. The people who count the votes decide everything. You literally do not have a count. If you ask nine out of 10 Negroes, they can't tell you anything of significance about the electoral college. Franklin Delano Roosevelt was not voted in office. He was selected, not elected. Everybody knows this except for us. The number one demographic of non-voters are the Asians. Why do the Asians care not to vote? Because they are masters of their own destiny. Well, I mean, I, I, I would not disagree. I mean, the whole Asian analogy, and I don't want to get, you know, far off of what we're talking about, but there are reasons that why we're not. I mean, there were a lot of things that were imposed upon us that, you know, made it where we're not masters of our own um, um, destiny. I think, and that, I think that's one thing that, one of the major things that we should be working toward. But, I mean, Black people just are not that, because like we've <laughs> so many things, everything that we have accomplished, despite the situations that we have been put under, they always come and thwart it. Like everything, you can name any kind of form of resistance and we've done it, we've done it. And then they violently come and, and shut it down. So I get your point. I just always have to throw out there, like I can't, I don't want that to be misconstrued as if there's something um, inherently or intrinsically wrong with us. Um, and we, to add to that, I would also say, we're not the only ones who don't know anything about the Electoral College. I promise you we're not. This country, period, oh, is yeah. it, when it comes to how this process works. Well, you know, I'm, I'm, I've always had issues when people compare us to different groups. 
because I think we're incomparable. You can't compare us to different groups. So first of all, you can't compare us to the Asians because the Asian block in general in, in, in America didn't have to fight, march, and legislate to get the right to vote. Correct. So we put a lot of collective energy towards that end. And in doing they have so, their culture. Pardon they me? have their culture intact. <laughs> like one of the biggest things with us, one of the biggest problems with us is that we, I'm not saying we don't have a culture, that we haven't created culture, but it's within chaos and term tumultuous situations and all of these things. They have their culture that extends back, you know, centuries that has been intact, that they've been able to pass down, passing down culture, passing down wealth, wealth passing down tradition. And I guarantee that has a lot with being being able to that has a lot to do with being able to move in which the way that they move and the lack of that has a lot to do with why we you know move in which in the way in which we move i i agree 100 you know nobody can do- deny any of the points you, you all have made you know and uh honestly you know a lot of times the, the family attacks me even though i'm the messenger I'm not the one comparing uh, blacks blacks to Asians. I'm not the one comparing blacks to Arabs. They've grouped us into this minority category. So every time they talk, see, you know, it, it's not Crumb who's making this up. It's them. But when I deliver them, oh, it's Crumb. So what I'm, and, and, and you know, not saying it's you, but we have been put in the minority category with all these other demographics. You know, so uh, we looking at Kamala Harris. You know, they asked her point blank, "Are you going to do anything?" Not for minorities. Are you going to do something for black people? And she said, what would I look like doing that? I serve all of the people. And then what? Less than two weeks later, she goes and pledges her allegiance to the, to the goddamn uh, state of Israel. To the goddamn state of Israel. <sighs> Yo, I was riding for her for a hot second. I... I... <sighs> I really don't see any of the Democratic candidates that I really, that I really, uh, Yang, uh, what's the guy named Joseph Yang or um, Andrew Yang, Yang. I'm kind of digging him, but to be honest with you, I'm not pro-Trump or anti-Trump. Now, I know there are people who will definitely disagree with me, but I can survive another four years under Trump. Not don't not saying I necessarily want to, and if there's a better option, I'm definitely rocking with the better option. But I'm not just voting anybody to get rid of Trump. And I think too many of us are just like, let's just get rid of Trump. Anybody's better than Trump. But we tend to get blindsided by the media so much. Like, whatever the media tells us that's the craze or the frenzy at the time, we go along with it, and then we begin to move in that direction. I mean, so there I've had a lot of people say, you shouldn't be worried about an agenda. You shouldn't be focused on that. You just need to be focused on getting rid of Trump. And, I mean, it's very interesting to me that people, even black people, are acting like racism, um, hate, vitriol, all of these things. 
things are uh, things that came along as a result of Trump. Um, these these violent attacks and everything as if they're new. You know, they're they're able to be. Uh, you know, we we have social media now, so you every any and everything that happens can be put up there just like that. And also, the the media doesn't the liberal media doesn't like him, so anything that happens, they have their you know um, agenda, so they're going to put it out there. But I, look, I'm no fan of his. I think he is a blundering idiot. Like I, I, I look at him, and sometimes I want to laugh, but it's like, oh man, this is real. Like I'm no you know uh, patriot or anything like that. But it's like, yo, they really have a whole idiot. Like a real live dumbass up there <laughs> uh, representing the, and I'm like, wow, this really this is stranger than fiction. But um, yeah, just just people falling for the acting like you know hate is new and it, it, he it's, it's just being espoused by him. The only difference with him is that he says what other people were thinking, and he doesn't follow the cult, the mores, and the, he doesn't do racism in a presidential way. That's all. I think we're following Trump, looking at Trump. We need to look at his cabinet. Those are the those are the individuals who are writing legislation, advancing bills, and making political decisions under his leadership. I think we need to look at everybody who is allowing this man to continue to be president, period. I am concerned about another four years of Trump because I don't trust that he won't find a way to make it a an, an extra four an eternity I, I I just I feel strongly like he cares not a bit about anything other than continuing to be the center of attention and he will do whatever it takes to continue to be that way and the, the issue is so I don't I don't agree with the anybody but Trump because who Biden anyway uh, but I do understand somewhat the sentiment and I do see the same issue that we had in 2016 coming in 2020 like y'all have been saying like there's nobody the Democratic Party unfortunately we're still in a two party system the Democratic Party cannot seem to get any type of understanding of how to actually organize a platform I like they're so scattered and there's nothing to unify whereas with Trump Trump is unified under what I call American that's three K's in the middle American Christianity Okay, so this is what we we came up with. If you're white, if you're a conservative Christian, if you're uh, anti-abortion and pro-guns, that's that's the people who have traditionally been in positions of power and money, and that's his. That's who he's talking to, and they're unified because they've been doing this for four hundred and some years. If I could chime in there, you know, um, speaking of 400 some years, there's no such thing as a Democrat. There's no such thing as a Republican. These things switch every 50 years because we're not paying attention. The Democrats used to be Republicans and the Republicans used to be the Wigamores. You know, the Democrats were the racist people on earth. They were the ones who, the, the Democrats have done nothing to support us. Because uh, in, initially they were the Dixiecrats and they didn't even become that until after uh, 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 Martin Luther King. Martin 
Luther King was a registered Republican because it was the Republicans from, from 1865 who've been supporting us. But we don't pay attention to anything. Oh, I'm a Democrat. I'm a Republican. Okay, so in 50 years, the Democrats will be the Republicans. It's a, it's a game. And just like the sis was saying, stupid is as stupid it does. They've made us look stupid and, and Trump is, is the epitome of that. If anybody still has faith in this in this kangaroo court after Trump has, has, has showed us that this whole thing is rigged, then it's like, okay, you deserve anything that happens to you. Let me um, say this uh, uh, this as well. You know, I want to be, be as candid as possible. F Trump, F Barack, F, F Bush, F Bill, F, F Daddy Bush, uh, Reagan, James, Gerald, Richard, Lyndon, John, Dwight, Harry, all of them. All of them, family. There has been no legislation of significance since 1865 that has been in our uh, uh, best interest. And I know what you're going to say. Hey, Crumb, what about the 13th and 14th Amendment? Again, I will go to Dr. Claude Anderson. Those things don't even apply to us anymore. The 14th Amendment is exclusively for black people. However, we've been the ones who have who have benefited the least from anything. What, what we're dealing with is a people who, who, who have been manipulated and continue to be manipulated. What we must do is step away. We must get away from integration. We must get away from voting. We must get away from white people. We must step away from these people Come and get, just like you were saying, she said, we can't say we're like the Asians because the Asians have a culture. Well, we need to step away and get our culture first. We can't say that we're like the the, the, the Arabs because the Arabs have an economic base. Well, we need to step away and get our economic base. What we are doing is, 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 is putting the cart before the horse. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, crumb, crumb, I, I, I tell you. You know, I need to be very uh, transparent. You know that I ran for 2018. Uh, politically, I'm really an independent. As a voter, I'm an independent. I am a member of the Virginia Beach Democrat Party because some of their practices were aligned with my interests, and I'll probably be so during the you know 2020 election as well. But I tell you what, 19 was it 95? 1995, just before I went to the march, there was a lot of talk about removing ourselves from the Democrats and the Republicans, and that would provide power. And I tell you one thing, man, when I run into politicians before I ran, and they would say, hey, 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 I'm a Democrat, so I look forward to your vote. And I was like, you ain't got my vote. You need to do something to get my vote. Their conversation with me changed. Now, I'm just one vote. I'm just one sole person. But when I realized that saying, hey, you haven't earned my vote yet, somebody changed their conversation with me. Then they wanted to find out what I was interested in. I think on a collective basis, and it doesn't have to be everybody, because everybody ain't woke. Uh, Shay, everybody ain't Christian. <laughs> you know, uh, everybody's not politically conscious. Everybody's not everything. But if enough of us are loud enough to say, you haven't earned our vote yet. You need to do these things to earn our vote. And we have eight minutes left. Uh, then we will have the change and we will have the agenda. We need to move now from, like I said earlier, getting the right to vote to become empowered with our ability to vote. So what are the mechanics? 
What are the mechanics? So then how, do we, how do we get to represent? Because we're, we're not a monolith. We have different ideas. We range all sides of the political spectrum. We stand on different stances, but I agree completely. Like if, even if half of black America decided, hey, you have to earn our vote together. But how do we get to a point where we are together enough to do that? Oh, good. In, uh, in most municipalities, there's a caucus. So, you know, we're all in Hampton Roads. So there's the Hampton Roads Black Caucus. I would say all of us need to join the Hampton Road Black Caucus and say, all right, we're part of the caucus. All the politicians that run in Hampton Roads, they do come to the caucus events and they get vetted by the caucus. Most of us don't pay attention. So I would say throughout our nation, we need to get involved in those political caucuses that represent our interests and then force the politicians to come to our events, uh, speak to us, and make sure that we do a thorough vetting. We're doing that in Hampton Roads. We don't have a... Look, just just around out of the four of us, well, only one of us is involved in Hampton Roads Black Caucus. If all four of us are involved, I'm not sure if you are coming. I doubt it because you you you're f voting. <laughs> well, I'm I'm in Atlanta, but just to talk to your point in terms of mechanics, I wanted to add value. You know, um, we should not be allowed to vote unless we are uh, 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 savvy within that. You know, because uh, the, the vote is too valuable to be voting ignorantly. What somebody had proposed one time, and 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 this is going to go back to Seiko and why we should vote strategically, as the sis said. So um, consider this: let's say we have uh, uh, someone like Seiko in our neighborhood and we all know you know what Seiko's involved Seiko's pretty you know he can kind of speak for all of us and 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 we trust Seiko now Seiko is responsible because it's just like they have it at top McCann just like just like they have it at top Seiko's responsible for 5,000 votes within you know Suffolk Portsmouth and Norfolk so now Seiko represents us as a people we all come come together and say you know I'm not paying attention I'm gonna be transparent I'm not paying attention I'm going to have Seiko in authority of my vote. They've already talked about this. This isn't something Crumb Snatcher, slobbering, you know, genius or something or, 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 or madman has come up with. It, 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 it's already been brought up in terms of mechanics and how we can change the way we vote and maybe even a system to where we can have a more uh, powerful, uh, informed vote versus, you know, all of us playing a guessing game. Stay fly. Stay well, fly. that's what the black caucuses do. And that's what caucuses do. Um, and, you know, I would say that I would love to see somebody like Shay or definitely would love to see Star get involved in the political process. So we need more of us involved in the political process. And we also need to support our caucuses because the things we just talked about, our caucuses are set up currently to do. So two, two, three quick things I want to say. For one, I think that there should be a, a class put together um, that is like um, politics for dummies. Um, it doesn't have to be called that, but it could be in, in churches. And I say that because that's still a place where a lot of the most black people congregate at once regularly. So, you know, in, in churches, in mosques, uh, fraternities, sororities, all of these places where black people are in mass and you have politics for dummies and incentivize that shit and get it some way where we learn, you know, politics. Um, you know, we need that one. Two, I told you, Seiko, about the black think tank. I think that there should be, and not a think tank that just comes around to think, but with the goal, we need black people who are 
have minds like we, who have an agenda like us, someone who is an economist, someone who is an urban planner, someone who is understands like the ins and outs of education, someone who, you know, we have these ideas, but then you have the people who have the expertise in these things and come together and put an agenda together, an agenda in which you can come up with three to five things that I think all most black people, not all, but most black people agree that we're pissed off about or we want to see happen and we want to see change and then we have that agenda because coming together in a caucus um, going to candidates and saying you need to earn my vote well what do I need to do to earn your vote so we need to be able to say A, B, C, D and E this is what needs to happen and those are the things that I would propose that you know we need to do in this simultaneously back like you know I and Chrome were saying also building up our culture you know constantly with any work that we're doing we always gotta you know make sure that black people understand who we are you know how we are how we got to be in the condition that we're in um, and that we love who we are because if I if I, I constantly in my work here black children who, who don't love being black okay so all of these things I think are wrapped that that would be my proposal I'm loving it. Last words. We have about two minutes left. Uh, you know, the Fly Guys podcast is all about practical consciousness. And as I've said before, you know, we can discuss black consciousness. We can talk about health consciousness. We can discuss political consciousness. We can talk about spiritual consciousness. Today, we're kind of dealing with political consciousness. Last words, Shay. What's the last word? Uh, I want to say that Star is exactly right. Education is the key because we need to know things. History makes a huge difference in understanding. And I think uh, just as a point of fact, we missed an opportunity with Governor Northam in Virginia with the blackface situation because nobody held his feet to the fire, including the caucus, which is, to your point, Okay. Um, whoa. Whoa. Where black caucus at? Uh, yeah, the, the caucus's response to the governor was uh, kind of light, kind of lightweight. Good point. Good point. And you know, if Danny were here, if Dan Trezoma were here, he would say, "Hey, listen to the women. Listen to the black women first. So uh, I'm glad that we're kind of supporting what Shay says. So uh, Shay, last words. I mean, uh, Star, last words. I mean, I, I feel like I kind of summarized how I feel, but to piggyback off of what Shay just said, they should have quarterbacked that. Like, they had him by his balls, and instead of saying resign, it's like, I got you by your balls. And Because everybody was looking for what are black people going to say? And that's the point where I got you backed in a corner. So basically, if you want me to let these balls go, then this is what you need to do. But he ran that situation. He said, and I am telling you, I'm not going. And he didn't go and he wrote it out and he did it his way he did it his way so we gotta learn how to again politics get shrewd stop being friends with these people be look what is your commitment to the black community because at the end of the day mine is not to uh barack michelle a pretty family a pretty picture anything like that it is to the advancement of our people of my community and these babies coming up behind us that's what it is that's it not a person not a I say, 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 stay woke, in peace, in peace, in peace, I am your brother, in peace. 
We are the Trump Snatcher. Get snatched. Our content is conscious, edgy, and pro-black. Our goal is to uplift and enlighten our people. Trigger warning. Some of you will disagree with the Trump Snatcher. We are not concerned with being politically correct. We are thought-provoking. Some of you are gonna think that we're angry. You are wrong. Yet you're gonna enjoy the ride. Join our antics in conscious thought and new reality. Get snatched. The views expressed on this podcast are not the views of Positive Vibes Inc., its staff, sponsors, or owners. I love you. Crumb Snatcher.